We're doing it. Okay. We're finally doing Great. it. This has this been is... a long time coming, and I'm I know. pleased to be here. I know. Here. I'm not sure if I should pace or if I should, um, or if I should just sit here. Here, I'm just going to sit here comfortably with you. Great. I'm going to rest this on the, the Superman pillow, and I put the the receiver on the Brokeback Mountain plushy pillow. I'm also sitting on a Brokeback Mountain plush pillow, <laughs> so I feel like we're somehow connected. Me... Okay. Okay. So this is. Uh... <laughs> Don't lean in seductively. Right, 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 right. If you hear makeout sounds, um, uh, this. This is this is the product of a, a bunch of talk and a and, and a love for uh, Mad Max Fury Road. We just this is the I, first time that we saw it together. We right. couldn't stop well, talking about it, and we said what happened was just to give some background. My yeah. name is Travis Sintel. I'm Yuri Lowenthal. So Yuri, uh, I believe at the time he asked me, he said, "Hey, Travis, you have to come see Mad Max Fury Road. We have similar tastes in movies. We've learned that over the years." And he said, "I've seen it four times in the theater." Yeah. At the time you yeah. told, yeah. yeah. And I said, oh, sorry, you know, I'll go see it. Cause, no, no, I'll see it again. I'll see it again in the theater right. with you. Let's just go see it. Yeah. And uh, I was speechless and really into it. And then after that, we said, we should talk about this more. We should talk about it. We should record that. And then we went to see it again last week. Last week, a 35 millimeter print at the New Beverly. It's so good. Right? I think I've, se I've seen it so many different ways now. Yeah. I've seen it... Uh, I've seen it at the, at the, at the Chinese, at the, at the big theater with mm -hmm. the super laser... That's the only time I've seen it in 3D that it actually looked good because it was bright enough. Right. Because I saw it at an iPic theater where you think, oh, it's going to be top of the... It was the worst time I've seen it. I don't know if I want to see that movie in 3D. You don't, you don't, you don't need to. Right. I'm, I'm happy you vetted all the options for I've, me. Right, so I've, I've seen it. 3D, not 3D, big theater, small theater, 35 millimeter, millimeter yeah. print. Yeah. All right. Um, Max expert. Yeah. So we, we got to talk. There's, there's just... There's so much mm -hmm. uh, in that movie... That that we start having these discussions, and I thought, you know, well, we it should, felt really dense. We should share it for the world, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> People who want to hear our this. opinions about this. It felt really dense, and I had, I think we both had heard about the the Star Wars Minute podcast, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they just go a minute at a time for Star Wars, and that felt like a really funny idea. Yeah. But Mad Max was the first movie I had seen that could sustain that idea, and right. you could actually have things to talk about for every frame of the film. It just felt loaded with well-thought-out content and sort of backstory. And but just... I don't have the patience for one minute at a time, so we're going to do four minutes That's at right. a time. Mad, mad for Max. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Right. Uh, we'll have to name this. Because it's the fourth. That's you know ostensibly a reason why we chose. <laughs> we, I mean, we you, could do. We you could said do four three, minutes. We could I do said five four. minutes. We yeah. do. I, you know, it, it's it's really arbitrary. It's just it's just uh, mostly to to get us talking about that. Um, but we're not even going to start talking about fear. I mean, you know, it may it may creep in. You will likely learn that other things will probably creep in. Here's too. what I've learned about Yuri. You cannot talk to him for more than 30 minutes without Mad Max Fury Road creeping oh in God, somewhere. It's a disease. It's just, it's just it's a, the way it's been. Ever I have since a you've serious seen it. problem. Yeah. And I, we've, we've shared a, an aggressive dismay with our popular culture for everyone who has hated Mad Max Fury Road. Not that we're, listen, we're a little bit fanboyish. Probably Yuri more so than me, if that's not offensive Maybe. to say. I think that's probably Maybe. true. It's, I mean, it's, it's certainly um, fair. But I, do, I am confused by the amount of weird either vitriol or passive aggress aggressiveness, passive aggression against this film by people who like like movies who seem really annoyed by Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, I... You, you know, just said we're not I, starting with Mad Max Fury Road, and here I am. And, and here we're starting with that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll give it a minute. Yeah. 
Um, because, yeah, usually I, you know, I don't care what, what movies people like. I mean, you, you like what you like, you don't like what you don't like, and, and everybody's got that. That's, that's a perfectly justified thing. But I've had trouble with people who've said, ah, oh, it was terrible. I just, I just, I don't know. I, I find it very difficult to be friends with those people it's anymore. It's like saying Footloose is terrible. Exactly. You, just, you can't say, you can say you don't like it. Right. You cannot say Footloose is a terrible movie. Exactly. I probably picked the wrong example. You know, this, but you, know, but you, you know, can't say Mad Max no. Fury Road is a no. terrible movie. It no. may not be for you. Exactly. You can say, hey, you know what? I didn't like it. Fine. But if you go on to say it was terrible and it had no story and this is why I hated it and it was, you know, boring or I mean, boring is I, I don't know how you could apply that. No, no. To people have said that a lot. People I wow. respect publicly have said that uh, a don't, lot. Don't I, reveal their names here. I won't. I won't do that. Uh, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to listen to this podcast. I don't even know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the idea behind this is besides giving us, giving us a chance to talk about Mad Max Fury Road. But one That's, of the we can discover as we go. But yeah. one of the ostensible reasons. Could be to convince people to like Mad Max, Mad Max Fury, Road. Fury Road. Maybe by the end of this podcast, yeah. after 150, 200 episodes, yeah. you'll like Mad Max Fury Road. It's a podcast dissertation. God, if it takes you that long, um, there's nothing that we can do. Yeah. Um, but we decided, rather than, I mean, neither of us are. I, w- I would say we're, you know, we're film experts. I mean, none of us are film experts. It, we're not. It, this is no not going to come as some sort of you know, treatise, you know, thesis on, although we've probably, I mean, what did they say that it's like 10,000 hours to become an expert on right. something? And we've, you and I have got to have watched, I mean, I would say at least 10,000 hours worth of movies. It's quite possible. Yuri says he's not an expert while I'm sitting next to a entire wall of Blu-ray uh, discs that in, so, in some his... Some of them are DVDs and some of them are VHS. Right. Okay. So that gives you some idea of what we're yeah. dealing with. I would say that we are uh, prosumers. Pro, pro, we're the prosumer version of an expert. Right. Exactly. We're the we're the five D Mark Two. Mark Two. <laughs> right. We're we are nowhere near a C three hundred. Right. So yeah, that's where we're um, at. I think. But yeah. But the point of that uh, of all that is to say that I don't think we're gonna give you like. Yeah, we're not intelligent. Discourse. And sometimes we're just gonna be flat out wrong. Yeah. Just I mean, straight up wrong. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get things wrong. But I'll tell you um, what, it's all gonna be well intentioned and good hearted. You're goddamn right. It is. To do our best. Travis Hotel. Yeah. Great. Uh, anyway, so we started. We chose to start, yeah, not by watching not by, yeah. Mad Max Fury Road, but we realized neither one of us had seen the original Mad Max at least all the way through. Yeah, I had. Uh, I know. I honestly, I know. I've I've seen it, but I've never seen it from start to finish. It's always been in chunks. Um, it's always been little bits here and little bits there. And honestly, there are some we watched. We just we just finished watching. Just it. finished. Um, and beautiful print, by the way. This 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 Blu-ray print is is gorgeous, but it still has the shitty shitty uh, American English dub because we were afraid, I guess, that we didn't wouldn't be able to understand. Uh, Did you have an option when you bought it, or you just you just bought the the trilogy and it I, happened no, to be? No, I bought it, and I I just was ho- I was hoping for the best. I don't even know if they is is there a, a like a general release version of the first film, Mad Max, with the original. Dialogue track. These are the questions I will never have answers to. Right, but nor, nor will I. You I know, really don't know. I could literally get on my phone right now and find out, and I just don't care. We should do. We should institute a googling or no googling policy for this podcast. Uh, and I think I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to control myself. I think certain things, as we're talking, I'll have to hop on. And so in that case, I'll institute a no googling policy. Then great. Okay. So, that, so, so <laughs> I'm the only one allowed to Google. On I think this. nobody can Google. Right. We'll have to just just okay. torture our way through. Okay. This. All right. That's fine. That's, that's a policy fine. until Yuri breaks it, in which case yeah. it's no longer I, a policy. I'm already gonna get skewered by people who are. 
people are like, what? You, Mad Max is the first film. I can't believe you've never seen it all the way You know through. what's crazy about that? Uh, my writing partner and I uh, always get in fights about this. My writing partner is a film virtuoso, I would say. And uh, it's con he's continually, I would say disappointed is the word. In you? With the, yes, <laughs> with my film consumption, film knowledge. Well, I make up for it. In, okay. in, in, in just how, how much love I feel for you. Okay, so. thank you. Yeah, so no disappointment coming from this side of the couch. I like that. Uh, but Mad Max, is, the Mad Max trilogy really is one of those movie trilogies I never got around to watching. Here's what happened. I'll tell you exactly why mm -hmm. I'm a bad film watcher. I grew up in a household that wasn't super religious and certainly not super repressive, but we had very strict controls on what we were allowed to watch. Um, so I was not allowed to watch Bambi because, spoiler alert, the mother gets mm -hmm. shot. Um, I never, still never seen, me. still never seen, sorry about that, still never seen Bambi, but there was no violence or guns allowed in the movies that we watched. So I, same, no same. way. I grew up, my parents were, were liberal, hippie, you know, Peace Corps volunteers, and I wasn't allowed to watch the Dukes of Hazard because sure. it showed disrespect for the law. I wasn't allowed to watch, <laughs> <laughs> right, I know, that's, that's laughable in, that's in why. itself. I was like, I was waiting for the racism part, but no, 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 it no, was, no, it was the yeah. disrespect for disrespect authority. Disrespect for, for authority. Sure. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch SWAT. Because of the violence, I'm I'm of an age. We we have we have an age difference between us. A little bit, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a few. Yuri's years. ninety four. I'm ninety four. I'm twenty one. So exactly. it's a slight age difference. So it's slight, but, um, but yeah. I so I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to have toy guns Same. as a kid until, Same. until I forget exactly what age I finally got, uh, a ray gun that made noises. Never but it was that. in no way like I had to make you know guns out of sticks before right. then. Right, had to. Yeah. Right, but you, no, you, you, you were saying you no. Were, I you didn't were know that this was a that this was the case with you. So that that makes a lot mm -hmm. of sense. But I, I assume then what happened to you is what happened to me, which is that all the classic movies one was supposed to see growing up around the time it came out, whether it's Godfather or whether it's Bambi, by the time it got to the point where I was mature enough and independent enough to make my own filmic decisions. Everyone had already seen them. No one wants to go right. back and watch the Mad Max trilogy again. And you and I just discovered this too. Neither one of us have seen The Wire, because by the time we came on I can't board, can't you just admitted that. I'm in sorry, front of you, all these people. <laughs> sorry, in, in front of our parents, <laughs> in front of right, and your in, wife. in front of my wife, who will listen to the first 15 minutes of this podcast and go, I, I know what they're going to say. Yeah, I know what's happening. But yeah, I, we we never seen that because by the time we wanted to see it. Everyone we know has seen it. Yeah. So it's it, there's something about sitting in a room by yourself and watching a movie from the from 1979 that feels really weird yeah. to me. So I'd never seen any of the Aliens. I'd never seen any of the Godfathers. Mm -hmm. Now I've since seen that mm -hmm. um, with various people, just because I'm making a concerted effort sure. to to catch up with my life. See, which is funny because I thought you were going to say, having you know been kept from those things as as a kid. You grew up fetishizing guns and violence, like I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But it went, it went a totally different way, which is fine. Do you ever find yourself in situations, um, either in your past or or in the present, because this is, this is there's going to be a lot of honesty. I feel I feel that this podcast is going to contain more honesty yeah, than any of the other podcasts I've ever. Well, seen. if it, if honesty is the barometer by which we measure <laughs> art, then look out Guggenheim. Right. Put this um, in it. But. Uh, but you know there there were times and I and they're fewer now and I think I've, I've finally gotten to the point where I, I just own up to shit like that. But um, I used to you know when people are like yeah I remember in in uh, whatever you know movie X uh, when when it did this and I was like yeah that was awesome. you know and in the back yeah. of my head I'm like I've never seen this yeah. but they seem so excited and it's been so long like I can't admit to you know saying you see I, well I've never seen The Godfather or whatever you know Citizen Kane whatever the movie is yeah. Have you, you seen you Citizen just, Kane? I have seen Citizen Kane, but I waited long enough. It was one of those movies that I didn't see till I was maybe in, in college. Same, college. The and, first time I yeah. saw Citizen Kane was in a the theater, actually, which is weird. Wow. Yeah, well, but, but you know what ruined it? 
I saw The Battle of Citizen Kane, which is a documentary about uh. Kane that then was so, was so good and so interesting that when I saw Kane, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I like the documentary better. <laughs> um, but it was... I mean, you know, and, and it's it is it is a you know a colossal film in 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 its undertaking and you know for for its time and and what it did and and still you know I've gone back since then and you know especially you know coming to a love of you know film noir and, and you yeah, know the yeah, the, t yeah. the films of that period I I recognize why it is such a, a titan, um, but but I waited a long time and there are still movies out there that I think that I've seen that when it gets right down to it, I'm like, no, I've, I've never actually seen this You know, film. it's so But funny. do you admit to it these days? Well, here's what happened. I think you and I had opposite things coming into it because I really, I have this theory in life that you just lean into your deficiencies. Like, you, it's like jazz. You, know, you, hit, you. you hit a note, a wrong note once, it's a mistake. You hit it twice, it's jazz. I try to really, <laughs> I try to be jazz about my life, which is just, I, I will be the first to lean hard into my, my, fault, my faults and flaws. So I was the kid in college who everyone assumed had seen movies. Right. And I just took great pride in the fact that I'd, I'd never seen Titanic, I'd never seen the Godfather mm -hmm. movies. I'd, and people were just like befuddled by my... And angry sometimes. No, angry most of the time. Yeah. My, my I only owned three movies in college. <laughs> this is becoming way too personal already. I owned... Uh, well, four actually, if you count um, this because you love them so much, or because you had just received them. No, no, or? because I love. Okay, okay, them. the four them. movies. Were... I, and this is not an apolo uh, apologetic thing oh. happening. This is well, I'm, I'm just my curious. love. I owned obviously the aforementioned Footloose, which is now becoming a theme of this, and I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I owned the movie Fame, mm -hmm. and I owned the movie Flashdance. So it was three F wow. dance movies, and then the fourth one, uh, they got a lot of play. Was <laughs> right, right. Was uh, Bloodsport. Was which I also wow. unironically loved. Yeah. So yeah. I had very bad movie taste in college, and I, I like to think I've developed a better taste. And this is the point at which people say I'm tuning out of this podcast because <laughs> I don't want to listen to a guy who knows. They nothing tuned about out a film. long time ago. Yeah, let's right. be honest. Yeah, let's be honest because we there's there's too much love in this room for people for, for for this to be a good. This is gonna be a boring con I'm gonna podcast pull, because I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take say, my pants off. I'm gonna yeah, take my right, pants just, off and we'll talk it. about this. Right? Just do it. Okay, go on. Um, I, I I don't no I I've gotten to a point in my life also where I don't. I don't say guilty pleasure anymore. Right. It's just pleasure. My like, friend has a theory yeah. about this that I think is really good. He says, if you tell me you like something, right. he goes, oh, did you see it BA or PA? I'm like, what does that mean? And he says, oh, it's this theory I have. Did you see it before aesthetic or post aesthetic? Meaning there's a time in your life in which you develop an aesthetic that is mm -hmm. pretty much what you hold on to the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. The things that you like. So if you see something at age seven, say you see Labyrinth at age seven, right. and you love it, and it's magical and crazy, but you're a kid, you don't really know what you like yet. You haven't, you haven't consumed enough media, you haven't right. thought deeply about things yet. You just like kind of everything and you don't have a, a good taste yet. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, anywhere between the ages of 13 and 25, you develop what your tastes are. And he always asks, mm -hmm. well, did you, did you see that? Have you seen it since you developed an aesthetic? aesthetic? And that, that's a really interesting way of thinking about things, I think, you know? Yeah, I, I, I love that. I, and I think I think I finally come come clean with the fact that there are a lot you know I I can like a lot of movies, but what I my go to movies are all genre movies. They're all B movies. It's all action, horror, uh, fantasy. Uh, you know, I mean, science fiction. That's that's where my where my heart is. And and I think for a while, I you know I was I was afraid that that meant that I that I didn't have you know, a good appreciation of cinema. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it. No, this is, this is, this is what makes me happy. I'm cranked too high voltage is in, you know, like my top five. That's <laughs> oh, no. not that I could do a we top five or a top 10. Let's, 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 you know, 
Let's, it's, it's just, it's, so far, yeah, it's, we've, 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 uh, we've, we've got a record saying Footloose and Crank 2 High Voltage are our favorite films. This is right. off to a rocky start. Yeah, and, and we barely talked about Mad Max. I mean, not at all, really. Let's yet. see. We're, how uh, far are we in? Yeah, we're, um, we're a little over 11, 12 minutes in. Okay, okay. Um, let's get to some Mad Max Yeah, because talk. we don't, yeah, we, we don't want to trouble these people with, with too long a podcast. I, I, I don't like those. Same. Okay. Um, so, so anyway, so, we hadn't so, seen Mad Max. Right, right. Yeah. All yeah, the way through. Decided to watch for, it. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, so we, so we, we, we pulled that out. We wanted to have a basis. Then that's what we're going to do. Yeah. This first podcast isn't even to talk about Fury Road. We're, it'll, it'll, we're, we're working we're, our way up We're working it. our way up to it uh, by the first three movies. Um, let me say this, this about is, Mad Max, yeah. then. Let me just la- let's launch right into the... Yeah. At 12 minutes in, let's launch right into it. Let's get <laughs> right, 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 right into it. Uh, <laughs> I am struck by, and I have seen, I brought up this during the, during the movie, was the movie Warriors, uh, which yep. came out the same year we said, or the year before? Uh, this, uh, Around the same time. I, I can't yeah, Google, yeah. you said I couldn't Google. No, 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 it's fine. No, no, no. But you did during no, the but film. It was, but we did during the film, right, I did actually literally during the film, around which is even time. more embarrassing. But there's yeah. so many movies that seem, like, they came out around this time that share a is visual aesthetic. Yeah, 79, yeah. which is the year I was born, I should say. Wow. So, uh, so, I'm so, as old so we've as... just so so we've got eight years between us, which That's is right. about is about the same that my wife and I have between us. Oh, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. practically mm-hmm. all right. So, I I am struck by the aesthetic and the simple simple storytelling in this movie. Yeah, um, that's just very proficient and very entertaining and very interesting. But I don't necessarily know. I have ideas. We, I think we should talk about this. Right. Why this movie became the one that the, made it out of the morass of movies like this. Right. Because like you, like you said when we were talking earlier before we turned on the, the recording device, um, there, this, there must have been other movies like this. Tons. Yeah. I Tons. Mean, at I've the, seen a couple at, at the time. I like, but. Yeah. But I, and, and even just you know, coming out of Australia at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of when uh, Razorback, because uh, Razorback is also very strong in my memory, um, must have been about the same time. And it and it has similar, uh, you know, a lot of similar sort of uh, revenge. What is what is it about the Australians and revenge? I mean, they're listen. They're they're sent there as criminals. They have this chip on their shoulder about the British. They just want to. Okay. It's also, I think, wide open territory. Like Wild West movies always yeah. are in some way are about revenge. Just that's, open landscape. That's true. There's there's too much hostility. Right. Yeah. There's there's too much uh, room to get into trouble. Yeah. In, exactly. in Australia. Uh, I I thought I thought this was like a great masterclass in simple storytelling. Not to yeah. sound too didactic about it but it felt really like there's there's simple things that come back every you know all the guns on the wall fire at some point right except yeah. for the very end when toe cutter i guess just dis- disappears yeah he just he just well he, he sort of disappears into the front of a semi but oh that was that but guy that, that was that was toe cutter yeah oh but, what but, a great see, death for that well guy. see but see, but that. see but not because it's really kind of quick and ignominious you know i mean well, there's I no catch it <laughs> see you know that's point died. exactly the lead guy in the movie i thought was still alive right see and although he he uh he uses that shot of the, the eyes bulging shot in fury road a lot a lot of things come back in fury road yeah which is really um, really cool yeah um yeah no it's i saw a movie the other day that also my, my big problem was that the oh the new the new bond movie mm. uh specter yeah I don't want, have you seen it yet? No, we, won't, we won't really talk about it. I'll see it in about 13 years. Okay, right, okay. Up till then, I'll pretend I've seen it. Right, okay, on. excellent. Can I say something? Excellent. Yes. I've maybe seen two Bond films. Oh, we should start a whole other podcast for We'll that. do that separately. Because I've got a huge, right, right behind you. So my, you, you've seen all the my, Bond my set of Blu-rays of all the Bond films up right. to... I've seen Ghostbusters 1 and 2 30 times a piece, but I haven't seen a single Bond film except for like one, maybe a Pierce Bro. I'm saying two right. because it's probable I have seen them. But I okay, we're going to have to go back and do that. And see, that's, that's the, the difference between... 
like when when somebody tells me that they haven't seen a movie, and I wasn't always like this, but I, I've again I've settled into it in my my old age. But I, when somebody says, "Oh, I haven't seen Ghostbusters," or whatever, rather than getting, I, I am surprised. I'm I'm generally surprised sure. for a movie like that for somebody to have gotten away without seeing it uh, thus far. But I'm so excited for them. Yeah, that's like, right. I want to be the person that walks them into the room and says, "Look what you're," and then I, you know, I sit up like close to them and, and watch their face the whole time. You know, it just let's never watch. Let's never let's together because I don't want that to happen like, to me. Sitting on your lap. Do you know what movie I do that for? Is Noises Off. Really? That, yeah, I love introducing people to that movie. I think it's so funny. Like, it's such a funny. I'm trying movie. to because I've seen the play multiple times. Yeah, different production, but I don't know that I've seen. Oh, the movie. Yuri, I gotta be the guy. It's a great. It's Christopher Reeve. It's John Ritter. It's, Michael Caine. I, yeah, it's an amazing. Carol Burnett is in it. Right. It's so oh, good. It's gotta be. Mark Lynn it, Baker from Perfect Strangers. Oh I mean, where else do you see him? Right. Doing stuff. Good lord. No, it's good. Uh, it's Mary Lou Henner's in it. Yeah. We'll have to okay. We'll do another podcast. Okay, so. Right, another right. So, so we got the noises off podcast. We got the Bond podcast. We got to do a wire podcast. Yeah, okay. Um, Mad Max. Right, right. Um, Mad Max. So the guy who plays Toe Cutter. Yes. Hugh Keen Smith. Hugh Keen Barnes. Hugh, the guy who plays Toe Cutter. Don't Google it. Don't. I'm not googling. Um, he uh, he then is is in Mad Max Fury Road, which is he something you pointed out that is crazy to me. I, I love I love George Miller's. Uh, uh, you know he's. That, that he brings people back. I, that Here's he's, what got, I, he's got friends and he, uh, and he sticks by them. I wonder if this is something that will come up a lot. Is, is the interest George Miller has in the fringes of humanity? And I, and I think, I'm guessing what happens in the next two... Would you call penguins fringe, fringe, the fringes of humanity? Yeah. And, I, and, and farm animals? Yeah, I would. I okay, would. just check it. Yeah, right. That's, right, that's right, where right, I feel. Right, right. But I feel like it's people who, in this movie, they're recognizable... They're just on the verge of recognizability, I think. these I'm sure there were gangs like this. I mean, there's so many movies that cue into this, whether it's Warriors or Mad Max, the only two I can come up with off the top of my head. But these just sort of biker gangs were probably in the mass sort of hysteria around that time. It mm -hmm. seems like that was a thing people were worried about. And these guys are crazy. They're on some sort of unspoken drug. They're right. drugged out. Right. These crazy drugged out youth mm -hmm. who shave off their eyebrows and stuff. Yeah. It seems like George Miller's interested in these fringes of humanity that are recognizable but only recognizable enough to be frightening. Because something wholly unrecognizable and not human is not that terrifying. Mm -hmm. There's something scary about these guys who are, you know, human and, and have normal impulses, which is very simplistic. It's just revenge. But then it makes me think of Mad Max Fury Road when that's pushed to a crazy limit yeah. where they're not animals. They're very mm -hmm. much human. They have human instincts mm -hmm. and they have human desires and human needs, which is why the movie works. But it's Mad Max, this movie, pushed to a crazy degree. So yeah. I wonder if we'll see that in 2 and 3, which I haven't seen yet. Yeah, which is just amazing. I just I can't wait. Because 2, the second film, Road Warrior, was the one that I saw a million times oh, growing okay. up. Are you going to watch my face was, while I watch what it? Was, yeah, I'm going oh, I'm to sit on your lap, but, but facing you. Oh, so you're going to have to look around my head. What was the first R-rated movie you saw? That's a great that's question. That's because that, that always... Oh, that's a great question. Because, it's got to be Bloodsport, right? Is Bloodsport rated R? I don't know, man. I feel like there's I mean, a lot I can't of look it up, so... Yeah, we'll have to come back uh, to that. We'll come back to that, because for me, it was when I, when I went... And, and by the way, I read the counter wrong. We've been recording for like 23 minutes. Oh, shit. Um, so so we have to, we'll, have to, we'll have to wrap this up soon. Um, I'd, I'd rather leave them hanging than... than we really else. covered Mad Max well. Right, right. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, nailed it. <laughs> um, but uh, living overseas, my dad had gotten a, a Betamax for us, sort of to... To make up for dragging us, you know, to a third world country when I was, you know, ten years old. Oh, dad! And I was like the only kid who had a video player that I knew. 
but so we would we were we were overseas and we would get movies sent to us people would tape them off of you know cable or or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. and it became much easier for because we'd get those movies too we wouldn't be allowed to watch them but you know when the parents were gone you Free rifle through all that and i remember um the it was it was three it was three movies uh four uh outland sure um the island uh-huh with uh the, not the the michael Caine one based on the peter benchley novel um Alien, great, a big big deal, and um, Excalibur. Oh, I love Excalibur. Right, those were those were sort of the four R-rated movies that, and and you look at the movies that I like now. Interesting. It's all if that's that's what it is. Excalibur had to be one of the first. My mom is a uh, uh, basically wants to be a wizard. She wants to be a mix of Stevie Nicks <laughs> and a wizard. Wow, uh, it's just she's super cool. Obviously, I can't wait to meet your mom. No, she's dope. But but I feel like uh, the stuff I was allowed to see early that was rated. Mm-hmm more harshly mm-hmm. was probably something to do with King Arthur even in that universe. If right. there's a castle or a maiden, Willow, like that, it's not rated mm-hmm. R, but that's one, one of the ones I was dragged to at a young age. Right. Um, the first, I think this is true, the first R-rated thing I saw was Eddie Murphy Raw. I think is wow. the first, which is a really jumping into the deep end. No, no, that's, that was, the, that was definitely rated R. <laughs> hard R. Yeah, hard yeah, R. stand-up comedy. <laughs> hard But I think R. that's, that's the first R-rated thing I saw, I'm guessing. I love it. But Excalibur's well, in the top three, well, or first three, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, let's, 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 let's wrap up with a couple more, a couple more things about Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. uh, things that, that then recur in, like themes or whatever that uh, then end up recurring in Fury Road. Even from the beginning, the, uh, you know, the I am the Knight Rider, that whole, that whole uh, thing. He's talking about um, Toe Cutter will see me, you know, see me, hear me. Uh-huh. There's that that whole witness thing, mm-hmm. you know, that that comes up in, uh, in I Fury Road, which I which I, I love so much yeah. and have taken to screaming in real life in places that are highly inappropriate. It's, it's for, that nothing would terrify me more than someone saying "Remember me" and mm-hmm. screaming it in a public space. Yeah. So I just assume something terrible is going to happen at that point. Yeah. Uh, why Why would we remember you? Don't show right. us. Right. Uh, no, the idea of disenfranchised. Uh, people looking for meaning is like a key thing that's going to keep coming back, I think. And the idea of wanting to be remembered. And the thing is, Toe Cutter, uh, this will make no sense if you haven't seen Mad Max, but Toe Cutter does a good job, I think, of, of amongst the living kids saying, don't forget Knight Rider, don't forget this guy. When you look at the right. night sky, remember this guy. And so the, they want what Knight Rider has. They want to die Right. In a public in way, glorious that matters. Yeah, yeah, they want to have a glorious death, and so they they're willing to do crazy things. I don't think Mad Max fully exploits that idea, the way Mad Max Fury Road does. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's my um, opinion. Yeah, I I I love that. Why don't we? Uh, you know, we'll because pro- we'll probably come back to as we're going forward. We'll come back to yeah. Mad Max. We'll come. So back conclusion, to... I would Sweet. say Mad Max it gets a, uh, a, a seven and a half, eight out of ten from me. I think it's a lovely oh. film. I'm not even gonna. I don't. I mean, seven I, and a half I, out of ten. Do final, it. Final thought. That's it. Do it. Okay. Seven and a half out of ten. That's. Uh, I will not be argued out of this number. I'm not gonna argue you out of it. Maybe anything. eight. All right. All right. Uh, thanks we'll for hard thanks work. for joining us. For those of you who survived the uh, the, the rest of this, uh, the, all the all the way through, uh, look for the next one. Uh, we're gonna. You know what? We're gonna record it even if you guys uh, don't tell us to, because. Focus. We're going to be focused gonna be next so time focused. about Road Warrior. We're going to get Maybe. really intense, Maybe. good feedback about Mad Max, The Road Warrior, I starring Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. We're not, our attention will not divert from that masterpiece. It won't be, it won't be able to. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this, 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 this next film is a masterpiece. Like, George Miller dialed it in on this one and then yeah. just blew it out Don't on that Don't look at one. my face while I watch it. No, I'm not going to. Okay. I've just got a GoPro in the corner. 
we talked briefly about uh, uh, once before about what we wanted to. Uh, you know what this is like? <laughs> this is like in a movie when they like just need an exit shot, and the guy, the character's exiting, but then drops his st his lipstick or whatever. He picks it up, and then he just can't leave frame. He just right, can't. Right. He can't get out of the frame. <laughs> All the director wants is just a clean exit. Just walk off the screen, and we're done. Just. We're waiting right. to wrap, just, just walk off the screen. Just, just one more. And then he trips and has to come back and forgot something. Right, Bond. This is the cleanest exit Bond. from a bot podcast. How British am I? <laughs> right. Um, so we, we talked briefly about uh, about what we might call this show. Yeah. Um, I came up with a title. If you, do, do, you, can, do you think you can best the title that I came up with? I don't know what you came up with. Um, the, the title that I came up with is You Are Awaited. Oh. Because maybe You Are Awaited colon a Mad Max Fury Road podcast. Um, just because the, you know, in in the movie, um, Nux says, "Am I awaited?" You know, they're, they're always like, "Am I awaited at the gates of Valhalla?" You know, he says, "I'm am I awaited?" And and uh, and Morton Joe says, I, "If you do this, you know, I myself will carry you across the." I remember that. You know that. You've seen so, the movie. I want to reiterate six times in the six theaters. times. I'm embarrassed that I can't just. There's there are only seven lines of dialogue in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I should you be able have to, them. You have I should them. be able to quote every uh, one of them. All I, I guess all I have is my my riff from before. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll give it a good solid pitch. Mad for Max. That's my best version of that. My best pitch for that. That's all I got. I'm gonna overruled. I, overruled. Over, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I know I don't have the power to veto. Nope, vetoed. Overruled. Uh, I hadn't. Uh, I hadn't come in with any ideas about the name for the podcast. Yeah, that's. You that's you are awaited. Okay. You were awaited. Sold. We need theme music coming later. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure that out later. Thanks for joining us. If indeed you stayed. God bless you.